Welcome, welcome to an episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast. This is a fucking Beyond episode. And here with you today is your gracious host, Matthew. And followed with me, of course, is Evan. That's who me. is beautiful and all-knowing, Thank except you. for on today's topic. He's I only semi-knowing. Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I think I thought I was watching Game of Thrones, but I realized I was watching... Um, Mad Men halfway through. I don't know how I got those two confused. But uh yeah, I've never seen Game of Thrones, by the way. Just letting you guys know. So I have no knowledge about any of this. Yeah, stuff okay. Yeah, real fucking funny. <laughs> I didn't. I'm having like a mini panic attack. I'm like, bro, we're doing an episode on that yeah. shit right now. What do you mean you haven't seen it? That's no, no. exactly why we made sure Nick wasn't here for it. Because we'll watch... that motherfucker still hasn't watched it. Watched you know, all he was of going it? to. Yeah, watched all of it in the month. Well, I mean, it's, can we, let's be honest here. It's Nick. And I've recommended several pretty decent shows to Nick. And he just says, yeah, I'm going to watch him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as like I get landed down for bed, I'm going to I'm going to put it on. I'm going to start watching it. Never in his life has because he, he thinks he's going to have all this energy. And then he gets his son down for bed and he realizes that he's had a full day of shit going on and taking care of Landon. So it's like, yeah, you're kind of stupid. I don't know why you'd want to watch a show any, at, at any at like any point at that yeah. like time. You'd be like, I'm tired. I'm not even going to pay attention to it. He fucking didn't. This guy's an asshole. He doesn't watch your shows, doesn't watch my shows, doesn't watch John's shows. He's kind of a bad guy all around. He's been telling me that he's going to watch Avatar The Last Airbender for like two oh, years wow. now. So that way we can do an episode like per season type of deal. Okay. And the motherfucker still hasn't done it. And I'm like, oh, okay, then you. if you're not going to do it, then give me back my DVDs. You still have those of mine. Like, wow. <laughs> not a cool guy. Wow. Nick, I mean, I got my own. I, I got a backup set and it's on netflix but that's not the point the point yeah, is the point give is my shit mine. back if you're not going to use it exactly give it here All no right. um, he's never uh never listened to any of the shows i think anyone's ever recommended him but then he recommends like, you know, he's recommended one movie to me in like the five years i've known him the lighthouse, lighthouse. yes i sent him a meme today where it's like the extended cut which yes. was actually just robert pattinson masturbating for 20 minutes <laughs> extended oh, no, don't don't forget the other movie that he highly recommends the room Oh yeah, apparently I love watching it. I love memeing it, but like, bruh, you I can need some better taste in movies. I can understand <laughs> the memeing aspect of it, but when like I understand that we're memeing on it and we're making fun of the movie as a whole and like just the cultural phenomenon it is. But when you sit there, when you sit me down and you're legitimately like, but listen, it's actually a really well made movie. That's when I walk out of the room. I go, it wasn't nothing. Nothing about it is well made. 
No, a, nothing at like, all is well made. Standards. That's the whole point of it. Is. Yeah, the whole point of making fun of it is because of how poorly done it is. And he's yeah. like, no, it's actually a pretty good movie. I'm like, it's actually not. I'm like, I think that's why you watch it every year. Because you know what? You don't point out anything good about it. You only point out the bad shit. If it's a good movie and it's like, that's truly what it is, you'll point out like, here's why it's good. You don't tell me any reason why it's good. Because like, there are the only reason why it is good is because it is so unbelievably bad that yeah. even if you purposely tried to make a movie as bad, you could not recreate the magic of how bad yeah. this serious movie is supposed to be. So it's that's like why a, it's, it's like, like a that's why it's the king of bad movies, because right. it was supposed to be this huge blockbuster type of deal, and huge drama. And it was it was nowhere near. I was I remember seeing an interview where someone said it's physically impossible for a director to be faced with the choice of do I do this or do I do this multiple times in a movie <laughs> production, right? Yeah. And it's almost physically impossible to seemingly make the wrong choice every time. Yeah. That's why it's so good cuz at some point you're going to make something and it's going to be like one good part there's like one good part in that whole fucking movie and it's the whole it's the you're tearing me apart Lisa line. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's the only good scene where you're like that was actually not too bad. It's like uh I saw the trailer in the uh, the trailer for the disaster artist. It's like why are we building a set that looks like the alley that we're right next to? It's like it's a real Hollywood movie. I'm like no. I'm that's, like that's I'll... how that shit happened though and it's like you could have just done it in the fucking alley. And and that's to be perfect honest it wouldn't have not been a real Hollywood movie if you had just done it in the alley. <laughs> like yeah. They're not all made on sets. <laughs> they find real places for some of this stuff, believe it or not, except for Marvel movies. Those always take place in uh, a green, green screen. screen. Yeah. yeah, green screen. Well, sorry about that one. They have like five fucking real things. It's like, here's a random tree for reference. All right, you have no idea what else yeah, is going on. Yeah, you're and all the in the fact these that they're suits. still able to be like, hey, we got this. We understand what's happening. It's like, yeah. good for you guys. You know, that's a lot really? of like, like, hey, I want you to act like there's this huge fucking thing going on behind you. But when you actually turn around, it's just going to be blue and yeah. you just got to sell it. And then they do it. And you're like, good fucking job. You actually right. sell it. Yeah. Yeah. I see like those for games. They have a they have a monitor like if you like they're or they have it for just movies, too. But like it's like a rough mock up of the person in green screen or like if like they're in a mocap suit, it's a yeah. rough mock up of their character so they can kind of get an idea of how they're doing things like they I saw a video where they did that for James Spader for Age of Ultron because he plays Ultron and like he could see up on the monitor what a rough cut of Ultron looked like and how he was moving about in the scene and all this other kind of stuff. And like not going to lie, Thanos is a pretty cool villain. Ultron, I think, is kind of underrated just because James Spader sells it so well. Just, just no, he did a great. I loved Ultron. It's just you're, it's hard to beat the Avengers, the the, the ultimate baddie of Thanos, right? Like, right. You know, you're not going to outshine him, but you no. did a really fucking good job. No, I he, loved Age of Ultron. Ultron was great. I thought the movie was yeah. I, I was rewatching it and I was like, this is pretty good. I watched. I'm like going back on a binge of watching all the uh, Avengers movies, like all the MCU stuff. And mm -hmm. I love. I will say one thing you got right, Disney, was you made it so I could just go in chronological order without having to figure it out by myself. So my lazy <laughs> ass can just go scroll down to Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order, and then I go, yes, I want to watch them. And then I see it's Captain America: The First Avenger. I'm like, maybe I'll just do it in the order they came out. <laughs> yeah like just actually go back to Iron isn't Man. isn't uh the incredible hulk technically the first one that is not counted i guess that is no longer an mcu 
or I, I don't know if it ever was, but like, yeah, uh, it, it technically that was technically like the first MCU universe, but like it was Iron it Man was, that like, yeah, took off that like started it. So yeah, no, he's not on there. Yeah, so hmm. it starts Iron Man one, two, and then yeah, what? However, the whole shebang, and then went. Captain America, and then Thor, and then, right. And then, yeah, the the Avengers or whatever. I still remember the very first Avengers where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, it was like, holy shit. OK, hold on. So you tell me Iron Man has like right. two fucking movies. Captain America has a movie and Thor has their own fucking movie. And then you're going to add like another three people in. This shit's going to be terrible. What are they even going to do? And then you watch and you're like, yeah, that was shit. the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. Like, holy shit. This is amazing. Yeah. That was a fucking game changer. To the, literally to the point where like anything in comic book industry is like copy the avengers one formula and it's oh, an, yeah. it's it's an automatic seven out of ten you know pretty good yeah you can't you can't beat the original like the first to do it right and like that's what i mean the, that's the thing right there's that meme of like i was born too late to explore the world i was born too early to explore the universe i will yeah. say i was born at the perfect time to fully experience all these movies as a kid growing up like I was 12 years old when Avengers, uh, the Avengers came out and I was like 18 when Endgame happened or 19 yeah. when Endgame happened. I was like, dude, that was my whole, that was me growing up was just watching those movies. It was like, Hey, what, what are you doing this weekend? It's like, I'm going to watch another Marvel movie. Cause there's one every year. Most of them are good except for the yeah. dark world from Thor. We don't talk about that one. See, I actually have. liked that one. I don't really even remember it. So it might actually not be too bad. <laughs> It really wasn't. It was just like, you know, it wasn't very like comical. Thor, yeah. his first two movies were very like, you know, kind of serious, cut and dry. And I don't I didn't hate that. Just like the fucking DCEU. Right. Yeah. I don't care if it, if your movie has comedy or not. Right. Just like tell a good story, add some interesting shit. And like, it's right. a good movie, especially yeah. in comic book terms, because I grew up in the day and age of comic book movies with like the original Daredevil with like fucking oh. was it Brad Pitt. No, it was um I think it was Val Kilmer, wasn't it? The original Daredevil movie? No, the Daredevil, I'm pretty sure that was Was it Brad Pitt? Daredevil, Daredevil 2003. I don't know if that's the original. Oh, ben Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck. Okay. Ben Affleck, right. Or no, ben, like yeah, I grew Kilmer up with a, like whatever. I grew up watching that and like Batman Begins and like Batman Forever and stuff. Right. Sorry, not Batman Begins. Batman Forever and like those terrible ones with like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, the fucking ice guy, you know. Oh, uh, you Mr. chill Freeze. out. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Shit, like that was what I grew up in. So then, Love like, it. the Avengers, the MCU comes out, and you're just like, the game Holy has shit. changed, boys. Like, yeah. this shit is actually being taken serious now. Oh, yeah. And the guy behind it was just like, no, we're going to do this right. And we're going to make it just how the comic books are, like, in terms of like a connected universe, like, shared. And it's like it all like it, everything works out so damn well. And it's like, I'm totally cool with that. I have no problem with this. Like, yeah, you guys did a great job. And I will uh, I will continue to praise you because you guys gave me all my great childhood memories of going with my friends to see m those movies. Uh, and like, that's that's not something I I will never experience it again. There will never be another thing like that where it's like every year I'm going to see this movie and it connects to the movie before it. And it'll be, it'll have completely different characters, but it's going to come right in and just smoothly connect like a puzzle piece to the yeah. rest of it. Y'all never see and it again. So like the, the fact that the Avengers movies alone, you can watch those standalone. Yeah. Not watching any of the other movies and, and you'll you still, still get, you'll still have a good grasp of what's happening and what's going on. 
Right. But then if you watch all of the other shit, you're like, holy shit, I get so much more out of this. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you're like, it's like, oh, you know, here's Ant-Man and then here's, you know. Yeah. Um, like Guardians of the Galaxy and all of this shit that's happening at the same time at like, you know, roughly the exact same like time in that universe. And you're like, holy shit. Oh, I see that. Oh, that was from this movie. Oh, that was from this movie. There's a nod to that. You're like, it's, a, it, it's your shit. reward, right? Like I remember yeah. watching some video. Yeah. Some guy breaking down the Avengers and he's like, this movie was for the people who went and saw Iron Man one and two in Captain America and Thor. This was your reward because you went and watched all these movies and under like, you know, took in all this knowledge from them. And this was your reward of seeing these three come together. I mean, you knew what's her name? Uh, Black Widow from Iron Man two. Yeah. So like, and you knew Nick Fury from Iron Man one and two and Captain America at the end. And I think Thor, I haven't seen the first Thor in a long time either, but like that was really good. You know, like you, you got rewarded for that. And then, yeah, you got to meet Loki and, or you saw him in Thor, but like you, uh, got to meet Hawkeye and uh, Maria Hill and all these other people for in Avengers. And then it just kind of snowballs into the next thing. It's like, dude, that's just, yeah, absolutely. Hawkeye's getting his own Christmas movie. Like what is he? Yeah. He's getting a uh, Hawkeye Christmas. I think it's actually, no, I, I don't even think it's a movie. I think it's a television series. Yeah. It's a Christmas show. Marvel's Hawkeye. Now we hit the world of what the fuck. Oh Yeah. Oh, it's just going to keep getting. I mean, and then, yeah, you got all the TV shows now. So you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, which I heard was really good. I haven't watched it yet. But Same. Like, I didn't I didn't finish Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I did watch WandaVision. That I was heard pretty that was interesting. Good. That was yeah, interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it had a it, it was it was decent, you know. OK, but uh, I wouldn't say it was like 10 out of 10 material. Right. But right. I did love that they were. I do love that they're starting to do their own integrations of like the Sony's, um, mm-hmm. you know, like those, like the Spider-Man and the X-Men and yeah. finally starting to bring that into the Marvel cinematic universe. Right. Um, that makes sense. Cause like what, no way home. in, in WandaVision, there was the Quicksilver, her brother who dies in age, uh, age of, Ultron, of Ultron, right? Yeah. He's replaced with the Quicksilver from, the x-men oh really that's cool. he's a future past or whatever oh and like that's cool. and so like he's in it for like an episode or two and you're like holy shit that's really sweet do this yeah yeah and then now like spider-man's coming over and now you have fucking doc ock and all this stuff and all this stuff is going into the actual mc universe and oh yeah so, so excited um sadly we cannot talk about this the whole time because we have a far less intriguing so far series. We to need, talk about. we need to do a beyond episode on like literally all of the Avengers movies and shit. Yeah. Totally yeah. about it. We could, it just gives me oh, excuse to rewatch them. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. We can, we can just milk so much content. Off oh, we totally that. could. So much where we won't even have to like do anything. Just like, yeah, that's that one's right. There's uh, three episodes and that one's another yeah. two. This one's going to be a five parter. Nick's going to come back. <laughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me. Nick's going to come back and he's going to be like, all right, what's the episode this week? It's like, actually, we've queued up uh, 35 episodes already. <laughs> and he's going to be like, what are they about? It's like, also, by the way, it's no longer WASD and beyond. It's Marvel Cinematic Universe and beyond. Right. And it's like, it's like you guys it's just like, changed the whole. Yeah, it's like we're not doing anything. Really. Gaming is stupid. We're talking just about <laughs> the MCU films and not even the new ones. We don't go yeah. to Shang Chi. We don't go to the Eternals. We just kind of. Oh yeah, we, we haven't even done that stuff yet. Oh my god. 
I know. I want to see Chung Shang Chi so bad. I need. I know. I need to see that. I haven't. I, I'm gonna go see it. Uh, hopefully, before I go to Grand Rapids this weekend, and then I'm excited for the Eternals. I, oh, I'm yeah. actually really excited for that. I'm excited to see Rob Stark and Jon Snow again. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> nice. There's our nice little segue. Yeah. Very good. I love it. Uh, well, Rob if Stark. you uh, if you did not catch that little segue, today's yeah. episode, the Beyond episode, is going to be about none other than. Everyone's most hated fandom, <laughs> Game of Thrones, which was so popular for fucking a, an entire decade. Yeah. Ten years of everyone like, this is the greatest fucking show ever. Yeah. I'm naming children after characters in this show. Bad and idea. then there was one bad season and not a single fucking person even acknowledges that this show even existed. <laughs> yeah like oh, we're talking season. getting petitions never, signed we're talking yeah. like you need to go back and change this we're talking mad shit <laughs> i have never seen such outrage and such a drop off in right. like fandom activity for any show right it, like other shows it's like you know something like lost right like lost right. went on for like eight years or something and people didn't really care for the ending but people still avidly are like, you know, oh, Lost was a good show. I liked this aspect. I did this and everything. Literally, Game of Thrones, one bad season, six episodes. No, everyone's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't what what happened. Nothing Game of happened. Thrones, never heard of that shit in my life, dude. Yeah, don't it's like know. I'm pretty sure you sucked that dick. Uh, oh yeah, for like nine years. Yeah, and it's like, nope, I don't know what you're talking about. Never even, never even heard of that show. Never even. I, you know, yeah who's a, who's a, who's a colicy i don't i don't get yeah, it yeah yeah um what's his name um our my buddy eric did that like loved the show kept telling me and will to watch it all the time and uh i i eventually i did cave and watch it the month of the final episodes like when they were airing and i watched all of it the entire show start to finish uh, i think i actually got just through like just through the rest of the show just in time to watch like the last two episodes like with everybody else on the same night all that kind of shit um and i was just like yeah this is so like this is what you told me was really good huh and he's like yeah. listen he's like listen i wasn't wrong for like the first six seasons though and i was <laughs> like that's i was like you have a point you you are right there however uh, uh kind of disappointed i wasted all my time <laughs> for a month watching just this show just to get this kind of outcome. And then I felt bad for, yeah, people like you and him who like spent a decade watching it, waiting for this amazing climax. And then it was just like, bro, this is like a five-year-old wrote this. I still love the, uh, the meme that goes on around the internet of like the horse that starts off like super detailed and just gets worse and worse. And it's like uh, game of Thrones season one through season eight. Yeah. And like by season eight, it's like a little kid drew the fucking head of the horse. where people like the, the ass of the horse and the tail is like the most detailed like thing you've ever seen. <laughs> there are, there are videos. There's a, I, I'm, I guarantee there's a community on YouTube. Uh, there's actually several videos I've watched of everything wrong with game of Thrones season eight or whatever. These videos are 30 minutes long and I'm talking like it's 30 minutes long as a part one, meaning there's another 30 minutes that's about to come up and be like, here's everything that's still wrong with it. And good Lord, they're accurate to a T. I'm talking like the horse when uh, Daenerys burns down all of King's Landing and that horse just happens to live all the time or yeah. how Arya has several actual death happening moments like where she should be burnt to a crisp and she's just not. She's fine. Yeah. What, what does it matter? Let's talk about that. That quick 180 that Daenerys does. 
She's like, I um, want to. I mean, not that it's quick, but it's like, I, I when I when I watched it, I was like, I feel like you gave her like three opportunities to go bad, or like where she kind of looked crazy, and that explains ten everything. years worth of of content from her. Is like, well, you know, yeah. she did have one bad moment in season four. It's like I don't think that really equates to this. No, <laughs> like no, that doesn't really sit well with me. Oh uh, yeah, no. I mean, I uh. I will say when I finished it, like I actually just had finished the show for the first time. I was okay with it. I was okay with uh, everything happening with it. I was like, this is a good show. Like I liked the ending. I liked that it was a good, good guy ending more. So I guess to speak like all the, uh, all of the I was happy with it. It was, it was, it was interesting. Uh, by the way, I know we shouldn't even have to say this, but like obviously spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. You know, for if you still haven't watched the show and you're really adamant on wanting to watch the sh- the series, just spoilers. Don't listen. You're don't even bother. Actually, <laughs> you're yeah. not going to be thrilled. The problem is, is like the first six seasons were so good, and like the seventh season wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't right. great, but like you could definitely tell, like you know, the story, like the story plot points and everything. Everything was rushed, and so you're like, all right, things are getting a little out of hand, but you know we're just going to save it for the last season. Then, you know, the real big shebang and then everything fell right. way, 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 way downhill. Um, right. Yeah. So to start with the endings, like, you know, Daenerys going mad is weird. Like you said, there was like three moments in the last, like two or three seasons where it's like, Hey, Daenerys, that kind of wasn't cool. <laughs> I can, I can see where you're coming from, but that kind of wasn't all that cool. And then yeah. she's just like, church bells are ringing. Time to yeah. do some burning. All right, right let's right. kill all these innocent people. Fuck yeah. Right, yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Where does this come from? And I remember people are like, well, you know, the church bells are, you know, like she she got triggered from like her childhood and, you know, traumatic experience. I'm like, I don't I don't buy any of that. I don't buy one thing. I don't buy one time happening and that being the causation for everything she did. Like, that's just, I guess it's subversion because like that whole thing was about you know here's what your father was like so she tried so desperately not to be like him and it's like i get that where it's like she ends up being him anyway and i was like but wouldn't it have just been cool if she just didn't yeah like like if she just didn't do that and some other crazy shit happened but it's like i didn't get to see uh you know cersei gets this bitch of a death none of it like right like, oh, she got buried under rubble. I'm sure it was very painful. I'm like, I guarantee you it wasn't. I guarantee you it was one rock, one rock on the head. She's just immediately dead and then nothing yeah. else. I was like, I, I, like, there's no. She's not getting like skinned. There's no crazy shit happening to her. She just dies with her lover who happens to be her brother. Yeah. Like, who cares? Which I will say I actually did not mind that Jamie Lannister like went back and reverted to being a bad guy and going back with his sister at the end. Really? That and I, I, I see that fit into his character arc, right? Where like the whole time he starts becoming this more and more likable guy. And you're like, okay, you're a bad guy, but like, we're kind of rooting for you. And we really want you to, you know, but at the same time, he's still kind of a prick throughout right. the entire series, even though you're starting to like him and feel for him more often. Yeah. And you're really seeing like the complexity of him. At the end yeah. of the day, it's still him and Cersei. And so for him to just be like, no, I'm going to go and, you know, I'm going to accept my fate and I'm going to go and be with my sister who I love to death and will, you know, 
make yeah, children really, with and stuff like yeah, that you you really did yeah. love her to death yeah uh, yeah so like that i understood but like cersei no like don't but, fucking no give me a badass battle give me a fucking uh you know i don't know literally anything else right like a fucking like a fucking fisticuffs yeah of her and daenerys right whatever that like, would yeah. be that would have been sweet i would have loved that shit like you know what let's fucking let's settle this like women men you know let's women women yeah men um yeah i don't i don't know there was a lot of like weird endings for everyone john snows i understood but i also didn't i actually i wouldn't say i didn't care for it i understood it and i think it kind of fit in terms of like <laughs> evan's dying evan's dying i'm okay um, <laughs> I'm good. Like John John Snow's ending, you know, he was uh he ends up, you know, he's Targaryen blood. Yeah, he's half and half, right? Stark and Targaryen. Right. Crazy and so shit. the idea of like, okay, the mad blood lives in you. We don't want you to reproduce and make more Daenerys slash, you know, the Mad King's Aegon, stuff right. like that. Yeah. So kinda makes sense to send him back to the wall. Additionally, he took his vows to be in the Night's Watch and everything, and they're like, "Okay, I get that you died, but also that doesn't release you from your vows, and we'll be we'll we'll give you mercy by allowing you to go back there instead of just killing you now." Right. So that I kind of understood. And I'm like, you know what? That actually makes sense, and that is a reasonable ending to his character arc. He's not the promised prince or whatever, you know. Which I never understood the whole prophecy things to then just like not follow through with them. Right. But that I understood. Bran. As king, that makes zero fucking sense. Doesn't he say something? He says something in like one of the earlier episodes of season eight, I thought, about how he can't use his powers for something. And then he ends up using his powers for that exact thing. Or like, I remember... No, he in, says that he can never rule because he's the three-eyed raven. He and then can he never be on the throne. Anyway. And then he shows up and they're like, oh, why don't we pick Bran? And he's like, why do you think I'm here? And it's like, bitch, you just said you can't do it. Because you're the three eyed raven. Now that shit just don't matter no more. Yeah, bro. He was lying the whole time. He was just, it was a political move, man. He knew what he was doing and he angled right and he got, it was perfect. But like, I thought that there was other shit like that too. in like the, the battle in uh, episode three, the long night where it's like, he's like, I'm the three eyed raven and I can help you out with this, this and this. And it's like, bro, you used one raven once. Yeah. You did nothing. You got nothing for me here. Like you didn't do shit. You didn't tell me about the dragon. <laughs> you didn't tell me about the numbers. It's like you told me what I saw. I love that. Or I I know that's not what happened, but I imagine that he was like, yeah, I'm going to use my raven powers. I'm going to use my ultimate and I'm going to tell you what I see as like the uh, what are they? Um, The people from the people at, like with uh, Cal Drogo. What's their what's their clan name? Uh, that's the um, Dothraki. yeah so like he's like i'm gonna cover them with my like being the raven i imagine he's like i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna really help him out and they all died just like that like thanos just snapped them out of existence he's like by the way they're all dead and it's like they're looking back at him like yeah we could tell the lights went out like there's no torches out there they're all gone (laughs) yeah i just yeah i feel like again there's like a a six-year-old wrote it right and Like, like i I've watched a whole lot of videos that are like, oh, here's how I would have rewrote season eight and made the endings like line up a little bit, you know, and like things make more sense. And you're like, this fucking YouTube guy is doing a better job 
with the material that you have provided right then an entire team who's making hundreds of thousands of dollars to write mm-hmm. this shit and you're telling me that this one dude who's like in his free time is just like yeah let's redo this yeah and like, they do a better job like come on i don't get it i i don't i, I you know the thing is What's, is that what oh go ahead no, no, no. Ask your question because I already forgot what I was going to say. Okay. What's <laughs> weird to me is how the tone of the show changes throughout the seasons mm-hmm. and how it starts to become a lot more lighthearted and all of the main characters are untouchable in the last couple of seasons compared to something like season three with the Red Wedding, which was arguably one of the biggest, like, holy shit moments that anyone has ever done where you're like you're setting up this whole like you know okay well ned stark dies because he's being the super honorable guy and you know he's you know he's paying for the consequences you know he's paying for his mistakes these are his real life consequences to his actions even if he's trying to be the just and honorable guy and then it sets up this whole arc for you know or for Rob Stark, uh, you know, to like avenge his father and do all that. But he ends up falling into the same mistakes of like trying to be too just and too honorable. And he starts beheading his own men instead of like trying to use them politically and doing all this stuff. And he's just trying to be like a good person instead of like thinking politically on his, you know, like how to win the war. You know, he constantly states like, oh, we've won every battle, but we're losing this war. And it's like, yeah, because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're just really good at hitting people with a sword. Right. Difference. Yeah. You can left click really well, but you don't know how to use anything else. Right. Like, right. Like, you know, you you can maybe like step back and be like, huh, how do I actually like strategize this to win? How do I maneuver? Like, yeah, where where instead of, you know, at the end, you're like, well, I don't understand how the team lost. I had 48 kills and everyone's like, yeah, but all of us died because you neglected this one thing. And it's like, I don't know how to do strategy. I know how to kill people. Right. It's like you did that really well, but you did not. Yeah. He, he screws everything else up. Like, or not screws everything else up, but like, yeah, he just is like, our numbers are dwindling, but we keep winning every battle. It's like, well, think about how can I make this battle easier? Who can I recruit? Like as an outside source that isn't like uh, like I can pay them like mercenaries, right? He doesn't right. think about anything like that. He's like I'm because he doesn't want to no. pay somebody to fight. He wants them to fight because they want to fight. And it's like, dude, when somebody's like, I'll give you a deal, I'll give you ten of my best guys, like hardened vets, for like a hundred and fifty each, right? And like yeah. to King, he's like, you know, he knows that's no money at all to him, but he's like, but I don't want because he's like he's gonna go, but like what happens if like this guy pays you a hundred more? Right. It's like they're mercenaries. They're going to go with the highest bidder. So you just give them something that they can't get anything better of. And boom, there you go. You got 10 guys that are great. And yeah, sure. You paid them to fight for you. But like, what if that what if that means that each of those 10 guys is going to kill 50 people, you know, and, you know, 10 less of your guys is going to die. Yeah, I'm going to take the I'm going to take that. Like that just works out better for me. It's a little bit of money, you know, but I'm getting all the benefit, really. So, like, I have no worries. But like, or yeah, like, no. or like, he has the the scenario of where he he sacrifices the lives of two thousand of his men just so he can capture Jamie Lannister alive, right? right? And they like, didn't do anything about it, like nothing. Yeah, even and happens. then and then his fucking stupid mom is like, oh, "I want you to keep your word, guy who hates us and wants to kill us. Yeah, uh, go and maybe find my daughters and bring them back." And then he doesn't do that. No, he doesn't do that. Do that. He's like eventually he finally gets back and then he's like, Hey, Brianna Tarth, 
you do this shit for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad guy. Like, yeah, no. I mean, I remember watching the uh, the Red Wedding, what? and I was like, I, I just thought the shit was like, I was like, this is kind of wild. But I had already, at this point, I, I had watched like The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Mad Men. So I had seen a lot of shock shit. Like, not shock, like, not just the shock. Obviously, there's a story purpose. But, like, I saw that, and I was like, yo, that really sucks because I really liked Rob. But like, kind of hated everybody else. Like, yeah. so at the end of the day, like, didn't super upset me. But again, I watched all of it in a month. So like, when you guys were watching that, and it was, is that the season finale or is that in the middle of that season? Do you know? That's like the second to last episode of that season. Okay, so like, you guys saw that, and you were like, I'm gonna have to wait another year after the the last episode or whatever after this to know like really what's going to happen because of all like, cause they're not going to be able to explain everything that happens from that one event in one more episode. Right. No. So it, like, right. Just kind of tackles a couple of loose ends. If it even deals end. with it at all, really. Yeah. Right. So like you guys were like, holy shit, that's wild. Also, this sucks as I got to wait a year for it. It's like, bitch, I didn't have to wait at all. I just hit play again. Like I just kept going. So well, like I started season, I started game of Thrones at like season six. Like, okay. I think I started like season seven. Right. Okay. So like I watched seasons one through six before season seven came out. And then I had to wait like two years between season seven and season eight. So right. like, I yeah, wasn't really in time. that boat, but right back to, back to my main point though, was like, it, it's weird seeing the tonal shift of the show of something like the mm-hmm. red wedding, where, like yeah. I said, you're seeing the consequences of these characters and their actions play out, right? Like Rob yeah. Stark gets literally his entire army and him killed because he decided his family to, pretty much. Yeah, not his he, family, but, you know, his he mom. gets like majority of the North killed because yeah. he wanted to wed June or Jane or whatever, instead of keeping his promise to Walter Frey. Yeah. Didn't work out. Too so well like, him. no, it did not work out at all. And then he comes back begging for help. And then, you know, what do you think like, happened? Right. Exactly. So that is like the real consequence to that compared to like later on in the show where like you know, John, like the, the battle of the night King. Yeah. Right. There's a point where John has to like choose between saving Sam and saving. Yeah. Uh, and like doing his duty and like going to Bran and try to protect Bran. Yeah. And so then he, he leaves Sam to fend for himself to go and save his brother and, and, you know, try to fight the night King. And there is zero consequence for it because Sam still lives and everything works out fine. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, where is that real consequence to where like, you know, I made this choice and I had to let my best friend die. Right. To do my duty you because do that is, yeah, duty. But the, like right. to do what I'm supposed to do, because that's been one of my problems is not doing my duty. So like there's even a scene yeah like the scene you're describing about sam is like there there's a shot where it, he's just getting mauled by all of them and nothing yeah, yeah nothing that and happens to like two people happens to him. i think yeah that happens to like two different people i think they get like swarmed and like covered and like they're they, i mean at that point when you're down like this and you can't even really move your arm you're not even doing that sort is useless so like right. and that happens to both of these characters sam and whoever the other person is i can't think of them i don't the remember if it was like brienne or I, yeah it I, was, I don't know if it was her or what i don't remember I who it was, was. But yeah, but then like they like kill nobody, off like they kill off like who was it that like eleven year old girl who like was you know leader of one of the northern houses or whatever. 
I forget uh, her fucking name, but I know I think she's okay. Um, no, no, she dies. I remember okay, that she... being like, oh, that's supposed to be a real sad moment. I'm like, who fucking cares about this girl? Like we yeah. spent like four episodes with her total. You know, let's. I'm I'm trying to see here. Um. Yeah, I can't. I I can't see it right away. Um. Oh, Jorah dies. Uh. Daenerys is um yeah yeah certain like, but I mean guard or whatever which I, he was I, already that, dying because he was you know with the grayscale and shit yeah so like that 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 sucked though because I I liked him so like he was a decent guy like he had obvious I think he had like a questionable past or whatever but right. like he was a an he honorable was trying guy. to redeem himself yeah. Right. yeah he was trying to be a good dude um uh yeah I can't see oh Theon dies. Which he uh, dies the most bullshit death. He just charges. He charges straight at the fucking Night King, and then just gets fucking manhandled like a little bitch, and immediately dies. Like he doesn't even put up a fucking fight. And it's like, come on, man! Like the, the you spent is... all of this time showing him struggle and and being tortured and all of the fucking horrible mental shit that that guy went through, and you don't even give him a redeeming moment where it's like, yeah, right. no, remember he's kind of a badass. Like, he's still, you know, I still want him to die in that scenario, but, like, he could have at least put up a bit of a fight. No, he just killed a bunch of walkers with the fucking bow and arrow and then just got fucking manslapped by the Night King because he just runs straight at him. Yeah, um, that's the thing that I was, like, thinking about um, with that, too, is that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it or whatever, and it's, like these people the the way i was thinking of it was that these people have shown in previous episodes and seasons to be incredibly intelligent like they know the political game like it's nothing like um Tyrion, like he knows this shit and like bran is an incredibly intelligent person as well and like has all this knowledge and like he knows that the night king is a bad fucking dude but he just looks at the end he goes yeah go ahead like yeah and that's like that's the weird thing is that you guys are so smart at other times and then you don't fucking you, you don't know anything when he's face it's like you guys are so smart and then you go back to like caveman mentality where it's like bad guy at the other end of the cave go attack him and then that guy clearly like there's no intelligence thought of to theon is a dude and the night king is the night king so yeah you just yeah. go kick his ass like he's no john snow you know, he's no Arya. Like, he's not cunning. He's not super well versed in a sword, anyway. I think, like, Jon Snow is like considered to be like I think, if I'm not mistaken, like the way the show portrays him is like one of the best fighters of his time in terms of a sword. Like, I think I, I personally person. I personally think that like by the end of season eight, Jon Snow would rival jamie lannister with both hands in a duel right like yeah. they would be an equal match to each other they're both extremely skilled swordsmen right yeah you know? he's considered yeah to be just this incredibly and that's the other thing too with that is that he all like this that more of that subversion when it comes to the uh, prophecies or whatever because he doesn't kill the night king like right Arya does which also is weird it makes no sense but like sure yeah but then she doesn't kill anyone with fucking green eyes i don't think I don't know. No, she doesn't because that's no, that's what uh, they encounter. Yeah. Melisande says uh, she repeats her prophecy that Arya would shut many eyes forever, emphasizing blue eyes. So apparently in that it's emphasized that they're blue eyes. But there was a, it's a season six episode or six episode of the third season called The Climb 
And I yeah. guess maybe that's reference where she says uh, whatever. Right. You're going to close brown eyes, blue eyes and green eyes. Yeah. So I guess, but... yeah, she emphasizes blue eyes in that episode. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, it, it sort of makes sense, I guess, but it's still weird. And then she doesn't fulfill that prophecy and just it's weird. Yeah, um, it's weird when prophecies can only be taken when you set it up in the world and you set up that prophecies come true. They they have to continue to come true in meaningful ways or there has to be a very good explanation for why it doesn't work out the way it does. Right. Like if the show starts off with here's the prophecy and the prophecy comes true at the end of the season and you do that for six more seasons, you can't all of a sudden just make some prophecies come true and others not. Cause you've set it up with the audience that this is how they work and this is how they're always going to work or not always, but like under normal circumstances, mostly these prophecies will come true the way they're told. And then it's like, that shit just doesn't not come true now because you've, the audience believes that that's how it works. And unless you can actually subvert it quite well, which they never did for anything in those last two seasons, I think then it just, that's it. That's all you get. Uh, yeah i don't i don't get it It, it's just weird that like the moment that they didn't have any source material to go off of that they just shit the bucket but like i've listened to the books that are out right now like books one through five there's supposed Mm -hmm. to be two more yeah good luck with that martin have fun yeah first yeah fucking hurry your fucking ass up on that all right like god damn we've been Uh, waiting forever really but like the thing is, is that they've they've gone off the path and they've changed things up from the books to where, like, you know, you can clearly be like, well, that wasn't in the book. I like how they did it in the TV show. This makes sense for this. Right. Right. And so it's like you've shown that you can go off of the source material and change it. And that's OK. And you do that fine. But then the moment that you have to continue that, you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. No idea. Yeah. Oh, um. I'm sorry. I was I was trying to look up that girl you were talking about. It is it is Leanna Mormont. Yeah, I just looked her up and I'm dying. I'm I'm cracking up at the way that she dies. Yeah, she kills the fucking. She kills the the giant, but like the yeah and yeah the white giant yeah right the last giant that was left, who then gets brought back to life. Yeah, as a Um, as a as a White Walker, and she fucking is dying kills him as she's being killed and then they both just come right back again and you're like okay so that didn't actually mean a whole lot because like he just comes right back uh yeah that that kind of blows my mind like that that's just again it's just i don't know like she was set up to be a pretty interesting character too fun fact she is also ellie in the hbo last of us show um okay yeah that's who she is uh gotcha and like like she's set up to be this pretty cool badass, and then she like again, it's like, okay, it's cool if she you know kills the giant and like that's it, right? And like that's just how it goes. But she doesn't. She just kills him and then they both come back, so her work was essentially not. And it's like, again, I get the like I think that they took the idea, maybe they read too many reviews when they were really popular and like the show was good, of like subverting expectations and like making people think that this was going to happen when it really didn't. And it actually had a good way about it. And I feel like they just took that idea of changing expectations or subverting them and going against the grain. They just kind of said, okay, do that for basically like, and we're going to throw a randomizer in for the choices 
And then you're just going to do that for these choices. And like, that's what they did. Like this choice that was changed, like to subvert your expectations didn't make any sense. While this one that just went along also didn't make any sense. Like you guys just screwed up in the randomizer. (laughs) And like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it'd be cool if she killed, like she's a badass 11 year old. That's like leading an army. And it's like, that's fucking cool. She's fucking sweet. And it's like, Oh my God, she's going to kill the giant. Like this, this tiny 13 year old girl is going to kill the last of the giants. That shit's awesome. She kills them. They both come back to life. It's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever watched. I don't even feel any enjoyment out of this anymore. She, she did nothing essentially at that point. Everything that she did in her life was worth nothing. Yeah. Like whatever. Stupid. They uh, they just really had a way of ruining everybody's story arcs, you know? Yeah. And they didn't really save almost anyone's. Yeah. It sucks. It's uh the show sucks. It sucks too because like I said, man, the it was just it was such a good show for so long and I loved all of the I loved the the political aspect to it of all of these different pieces being moved at once and you never know who is scheming to backstab who and yeah. things like that and then they literally throw all of that out the window at the end. Yeah. And and then it just turns into a fucking, basically a joke. Right. Yeah, pretty which, much. Which sucks because like I said, man, it was, it, it was so good for <laughs> yeah majority always. of its, of its timeline. Right. And then it just fucking sh- shits the bucket. Um, pretty stupid. Like even who was it? Um, the, the grandma, Lana, uh, not Lannister, Tyrell. Yeah, I know who you're talking who was, about. Right. Super cunning, you know, very, you know, like very intelligent, knows how to play all of these political systems and, you know, Little knows finger. how to like, huh? Uh, sorry, I was just thinking of another person you were describing. I was thinking of Littlefinger. Right. Yeah. And, you know, constantly like behind the scenes pulling strings that nobody else realizes is what's going on. And they they make her out to be this fucking badass when she's at the Capitol. And then when they later on in the series, she's just like this little fucking pushover. And she's like, yeah. we don't know anything about war. And it's like, what are you talking about? You've been going to war with people for like 100 years. Yeah. Like, you know, your way around war, you know exactly what you're doing. And then the moment that people attack you, you have no idea how to stop anything. Right. What I do know. I do now? Right. It's just the weirdest it's just the weirdest thing, man. I can't stand it. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I think I can't even talk about it anymore. It's just annoying yeah. me. Well, it's a good <laughs> thing that we have other things to talk about, like the prequel trailer that was announced. That's true. Not too long ago. And so that is. It was, like today. Is, it was today, it today. Yeah, literally today as of recording. Yeah. So and that is called Game of Thrones, uh, the House of Dragons. Yes. And so this takes place 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones and focuses on the Targaryen household who held the throne for so long because of their dragons and shit. Yeah, I mean, any other family is going to go, fuck that. Right. (laughs) Like one dragon kills everything I ever had. Right. Like, so, yeah, makes sense. They would hold on to it for that one. Right. And so, I mean, I'm. I'm both looking forward to it because I enjoyed the universe. I enjoyed all of the, you know, the super gritty tone that it had. Right. The, all of the whole political jabble of like, you know, all of these different plot points moving, all these different interesting characters, all of with their own motives that are clashing or, you know, 
at some points they're coinciding and now enemies are becoming friends, but only for a short time before they backstab each other again and shit like that. I'm excited for all of that shit again. Yeah. With a new writing team. So if it's the same writing team, I'm out. I'm out of this shit. Right. On, On top of that too, is that so like season six, seven and eight of game of Thrones, they did not have any book material. Like they had nothing to go off of. Whereas this, uh, according to this comment on YouTube, which, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but like, apparently this guy's saying that they do have book material for the show. So like they have like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that all the seasons of game of Thrones that were good had book material. So you can kind of hope for the same thing since it's written by the same guy. You could hope that, but I mean, we'll have to see because like I said, I don't know. There's not really that much book material. Right. There's there's callbacks and there's a little bit of. Yeah, I don't actually know either. Like I said, I've listened to the song of Fire and Ice. I don't know if there's like a prequel series or some shit like that. I'm looking it up. Just to see. I think I I think it might just be like stuff taken from the books that like relates to them. But I'm looking it up right now uh, to see if there's anything. Uh, The series is based on a song of ice and fire. Uh, the series of books and its companion materials and is set primarily in Westeros during a time of great political upheaval. Um, so it must be in other stuff that he has had. Uh, let's see. Um, George R. R. Martin said, uh, if you'd like to know a bit more of what the show will be about, I can't spill those beans, but you might want to pick up a copy of two anthologies I did with Gardner Dozoy, Dangerous Women and Rogues, and then move on to archmaster gildane's history fire and blood um it was a thirty-five thousand word novella by martin called the princess and the queen um so like oh oh it's about the dance of dragons which was the civil war that tore westeros apart nearly 200 years before the events of game of thrones so thirty-five thousand word novella is what they're going off of with this so i'm hoping that that and especially not a if it was written by him, like back when he was also doing all of the original books, like in his heyday, like that's like his best writing. So like, I hope that, yeah, that would be good if they're taking that material. So yeah, hopefully that works out, but yeah, I'm still just, I'm, I'm wearisome after I get it after game of Thrones. Like, like we said, it's, it was such a good show and had so much potential that fell from the graces of everyone. Right. Because of arguably one bad season. You could even say half a bad season. It was six episodes, right? Like I think so, yeah. The season seven, those six episodes, they weren't the best that they had done, but they were passable, you know? They weren't bad. Okay. Literally just the last six episodes, season eight, caused this entire show to fucking crumble. I think it's kind of, honestly, kind of deserved. Like, did not... The, it leaves one thing you have is the climax. <laughs> yeah, it leaves such a sour taste in my mouth because of like, you know, the Night King was built up literally from episode one is going to be this massive, crazy thing you have to overcome. And then they wrap that shit up in one episode of those six in season eight. They don't right. even give it two episodes. They give it one episode. Right. That's absurd. And people are like, oh, yeah, well, the, the you know, the episodes were like an hour and a half apiece. Yeah, they were they still needed so much more to flesh out all of this stuff. Yeah, you, you could really tell really that this that. this entire show was rushed. They didn't know what they were doing in terms of an ending. 
and they really unfortunately botched the landing on it. Right. Exactly. So now I'm, we'll see. Uh, I'm hoping that that does not continue into the next series because I, hope, I, hope I will watch the shit out of it. I will. But I'm I am really fucking weary, dude. I am. Uh, uh, I don't I know. It. I get it. I, I mean, I am, too. But I mean, I, I'll have the HBO Last of Us show, so I really won't care. Fair. Yeet. Fair. Sorry. Had to bring it up. Of course you do. You have to bring it up once an episode. It's the greatest game ever made. Fight me on it. Fight me on it on Twitch tomorrow when I'm streaming Battlefield 2042. Come in and talk to me about nothing else. <laughs> I'll have a Last of Us conversation while I play Battlefield. That's how it'll go. Not a bad idea, actually. Well, I think that about wraps this episode up. I think we've complained enough about six episodes. We are supposed <laughs> to talk about like the entirety of the show. Yeah, no. And we barely touched on anything. We literally just complained about the last season, the entirety of the time. That's all we Honestly, did. That's totally fine with me. Honestly, you, was... have a, you have an episode's worth of content from that. Imagine what we can do with six seasons that were good. This is true. We can yeah. milk the shit out of that. Exactly. I'm telling you, we the Marvel Cinematic Universe season, thing. We can, we can start from season eight and work our way back to like season one, because why the fuck not? I guess that makes no sense. But uh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, Nick. We're rebranding the show. We're talking about movies and uh, TV shows and just milking every single. We're going to turn like one episode of Game of Thrones into three episodes. Watch this. We like, could easily do that. Yeah. We could totally do that. Yeah. Do the Red Wedding. Easy. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, no. With that being said, I think uh, it's about time to draw this episode to a close. Thank you for listening, everyone, to this week's episode of be uh this week's beyond episode um on game of thrones and apparently marvel as well bringing that Um, up baby we're going back to it (laughs) you can you can check out all of our all of our social medias at beyond wasd for you know twitters and and you know all of those other social medias i don't even know what we fucking have that's all (laughs) next department um Make sure. Oh, I forgot about this on the hotfix. Check out our sponsor. Uh, Final Boss Colt. Final Boss. Thank you. I always get it mixed up with Boss Rush. I don't know why, because it's both boss. Yeah. Final I Boss merch on Instagram. They are sick. They have awesome fucking designs. I cannot wait to finally start repping them. We have our stuff in finally. It took a little bit, but we got it. And I am <laughs> oh, yeah. so excited. Plus, they put out a new portal series, like a portal yeah. shirt. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, so, oh, so crisp, dude. It looks so fucking good. I need it. I'm I getting, fucking need it. I'm getting some of their Resident Evil stuff, so I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. They they really are. Uh, they're our good buddies, and they they do really, really good merch. Like it's yeah. it's it's that simple. If you want some cool nerdy designs for all of your, you know, all of your needs that uh are not officially licensed then go to final boss there you go um, yeah, that's, that's a quote in the box yeah there you go uh with that being said check me out on twitter and instagram or i'm sorry twitter youtube twitch pb freak 42 instagram and it's my it's matt grant um evan where can we find you playing battlefield you can find me uh on twitch at ev0n1 uh, tomorrow, yeah, I'll be streaming it every day for the beta after work and stuff like that. So like six uh, Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern, I'll be streaming it. So uh, be sure to tune in and follow me and check me out and uh, watch me get my ass handed to me. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, I have no posts. Sorry, uh, you can follow me at Evan.hsl. 
And yeah, that's all I got. I don't have any Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. You don't need it. It's not uh you're not missing much. I'm very happy. Especially since there was that a uh, whole blackout the other day. Yeah. Oh man. The world stopped turning because we lost Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp for fucking six hours. A it real was, problem. It honestly was a problem. I'm sitting at work and I'm like, I got nothing to do and yeah. I got nothing to look at. What the fuck's happening? This is like the fucking old days. That's true. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> so, alrighty. Thanks again for listening, everyone. We will see you on next week's episodes of The Hot Fix and the main episodes. Take care. See you. This is the WASD and Beyond Podcast.